Hey guys, and welcome to the after show for The Flash, season five, episode 21, The Girl with the Red Lightning. So we got to get these metas to safety. Grace and Nora share one mind, and Thawne is up to no good. Also, stick around for news and gossip, and we're also going to touch on episode 20, Going Rogue, because we missed y'all last week. Let's do this. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz And the buzz will begin indeed. What's going on, y'all? We got a little music here. I'm feeling like, I don't know. I feel like I'm in a video game with this. Yeah, this is like, doing, I like this. Doing, like I want to jump <laughs> over, like, you know. <laughs> I felt like Mario running the for actual, a second. Like, yeah. <laughs> It was very colorful in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the after show for The Flash, guys. We are on season five, episode 21. Can you believe we made it this far? The girl with the red lightning. So we want to talk about these metas and their need to get to safety. Nora and Grace, and they're sharing one mind and all of this red lightning. And thawing up to no good. And we knew it, didn't we? We knew it, didn't we? Okay. And we're also going to touch on Gone Rogue, which was episode last week. Sorry we missed you guys. But thanks for loving us anyway. We tried to get back to all your messages. But before we jump into this party, I'm your host, Jamie Alexander, and Zach is back. What up, guys? <laughs> I am back. How's it going? I missed you. Yes, I we missed, missed you, you yes. very much. And of course. And hey, y'all, it's Chance K. Robinson. <laughs> All right, y'all, so we're in the building talking all things Flash. So let's just really touch quickly on episode 20, which was last week. I know you guys all saw it. Gone Rogue. We had a few things going on in there. What, what did you guys think about the episode last week? Yeah, so last week's episode, uh, it was, I would say, more of a filler episode for me. Um, we had some interesting stuff going on. It was nice to revisit some of the old baddies that we had on there. Uh, Weather Witch was her name, and yeah. um, the B-Girl. But uh, it was like a B-plot storyline. Uh, it was interesting to see Nora uh, take advantage of the negative speed force, but it's just... It's hard to look at her and see her as a, a, an evil person, as a bad person. You know, she's just too goody two shoes in my eyes and too childlike, and so it just didn't play for me so much. Uh, what did you think, Chauncey? Um, yeah, I thought uh, the episode had uh, some some good moments, and then I thought some things had to occur. Uh, one, her getting that gun uh, to be able to, which was her her plan all along, in order to uh, shrink uh, the. Uh, the alloy for the meta... What was it? The satellite that they had? Well, no, and yeah, the dagger? Well, yeah, well, it was more so to shrink the dagger. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And, um, yeah, so that needed to happen, but that pretty much came towards the end, right? So it's like a lot of the stuff was more so seeing, like, collecting Zach said, the team. Yeah, collecting the team, kind of... Getting the trust yeah. first. It was an emotional episode in the sense of they needed that to repair the relationship between Barry and Nora before we got back to the overall plot, which was... It was so fast, too. Like, Nora went evil very fast. It took very little, um, which begs the question of, like, where does that come from, considering who both of her parents are and, like, they don't have an evil bone in them? And then it's just, like, such a quick uh, switch as as well where... um, Barry's just like apologizing, and, and Nora's like, "Oh, okay, all is well then." I'm like, you know, cool. <laughs> yeah. All right, we can be good again. Um, it was interesting enough, though, to uh, led for more into this episode. So I understand why we had what it was. Um, I just don't know how they could have done it differently. So, 
Yeah, I have to agree with both of you guys. It was definitely necessary to have them repair their relationship with that. And then I guess kind of segue and get to the bigger point of what was going on with getting this gun in the first place to kind of find a solution for Grace exactly. and her issues. Yeah. 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 And it was also interesting because uh, you got to see how um, Nora still had access to the negative speed force. So I don't know. I, I know there has been um, rumors and talk of Nora uh, being in season six. So that might be touched upon again um, with the negative speed force. But, uh, you know, only time will tell. Yeah, and I think, and I, I kind of want to jump into this a little bit more when we get into the the next, the current episode uh, of what this episode, once again, was. It was very f- focused on Nora, and I think for a good amount of this season, we've had a lot of focus on Nora, and I think that's fine. Um, although, and I think this current episode, which we'll get into, will kind of, I want to touch upon, like, what was an underlying issue, I guess, that I didn't really notice until this particular episode, but I think this the last episode kind of touched on it, too, that I just feel like the, like, I don't know, everything that uh, Barry has done has been in relation to this character, so much so that I feel like he's not the leader of his own plot nope. anymore. Agreed. Or of his show. This whole season, And, yeah. um... I didn't feel that at first in the first half when it was about him adapting to things and dealing with maybe I have a daughter and all this other stuff. But somehow in the second half onward, it really became, you know, it's like one of those shows when I think, I don't know if anyone ever watches Sailor Moon, but when Chibi Moon came around and like that (laughs) was their, it was literally the same plot line. Oh my gosh, it was the same plot line. They stole from Sailor Moon. Oh my gosh. And she was evil, right? Yeah, she was evil. Ah. She actually did evil really well though in that cartoon. But the daughter comes from the future and suddenly the cartoon, which actually anime, uh, the anime suddenly became very focused on this young character and you're you're almost kind of like, well, I know I felt at the time, like I didn't sign up for this. signed up to watch Usagi and Serena, you know? So it was, and I'm starting to, I kind of felt like this for the last half of the season. This episode and this next one really kind of drove that home for me. Yeah, and before we jump into this next episode, I'd have to agree wholeheartedly and I don't think I was able to put my finger on it until you said it so eloquently just now. (laughs) But it's very true, like, I've been obsessed with The Flash, obviously since season one and, you know, whatever and we love Barry, but he absolutely has not been leading his own plot line. Everything has been bouncing off whatever Nora has going on and very a very reactive slash passive type character, which is really different. It it definitely changed the essence of the show. So well let's jump into um this episode, episode twenty one, The Girl with the Red Lightning. So uh, there was a lot going on here. There was parts where I got lost, so y'all know you're gonna have to help me and fill me in, especially when Ralph started jumping into some of this stuff. Timeline but stuff. the timeline stuff. But before we get into that, let's kinda talk about the hovering overall theme of getting the metas to safety. So we have, um, you know, we have the opening where we see Thawne, he's going to get executed, and then... It's zero. Yeah, so it hits zero, it's time for him to go. Really, what do we... I mean, that's just, it's just going to happen, right? And that's it. We're just ready for this moment at this point. Well, obviously, I mean, there's something that's going to happen. Yeah. So it was up phone uh, sleeve. You know, he was just diligently, diligently waiting, you know, for that moment to happen. And he played everybody. Yeah, I agree. And I have to say, I feel like I saw that come in. And then we have um, the chat with Grace and Daddy Cicada, Uncle Cicada, which I thought was kind of weird only because 
it's like this figment of her imagination where now she has this like angel on her shoulder that's like, yeah, let's kill everybody. This is all we got to do. What's well, the manifestation of like what was in her head? I mean, yeah. she was in a coma for so long, hearing all these negative things, mm-hmm. and of course, you know, a little child impressionable will create what she needs to to survive. And yep. so she created her uncle and everything that he heard. Obviously, her uncle had redemption in the end, and was just like, no, this isn't right. We shouldn't do this. And you know, too much of uh, how she grew up. Uh, influence, you know, just stuck with her. That's why she ended up killing her uncle. Yeah. Oh, God, she's so nuts. Brutal. I don't know. How, did you like that, the fact that we got to see, um, you know, Chris Klein one more time uh, doing this, like, little uh, over, over your shoulder talk kind of to her? Like, kill everybody. Kill not just not just uh, Central City. Like, it's the whole world. We yeah, gotta kill I mean, everybody. It's also kind of like, yeah, it was fine. I mean, did we need it? I don't know. No, it was not needed. I will say, though, I'm finally happy that someone had a bigger... I, like a bigger plan, a bigger idea. I feel like every baddie here is just like, I'm going to take over the city. It's just like, right. okay, take over the city. There's like the entire world. Yeah. Like, what's your grand scheme? Like his thing was like, we have to kill everybody in the world, like all the metas in the world, which finally like makes sense. I get it's a show and we're like confined to this <laughs> central city and a few other ones, but still, you know, like. Yeah. I have to agree. I mean, I guess it was nice to see him again. It threw me off for a second because he just seemed a little bit too real. So I was like, wait a minute. What is going on here? But, um, yeah, I do like the whole sinister, like, because it helps us see where Grace's fuel is coming from. Not only from where it came from as a child, but to see that she's continuously feeding her mind with this particular voice. So I guess it was nice to see that in the flesh, instead of just wondering why she's so extra all the time. In the flesh? In the flesh. Flesh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, you know, it it was good. It was nice to see Chris Klein again. I missed him, and it's funny because I was thinking the way he's talking, the way he talk so slow like it's just so, it was just really yeah it's creepy yeah, yeah the dramatics whatever that was fun um <laughs> there can only be like one weird voice actor like thon uh from season one always whispering yeah and i'm just like what yeah <laughs> sorry what did you say something Can't. huh oh you were whispering right well i'm like across the room right sorry you have to speak a little louder Good thing I read lips well. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so now we have this thing. So they're they're com- the cryo atomizer, right? So she wants to make it rain. So it like wipes everyone out. The team comes up with a plan. Let's bring everybody into CCPD. They put it on the news, which was also um, a little interesting. But okay, what do can we you think- recap that for me real quick? Because I ca- I saw the news segment, but I thought maybe I missed something. All they said was. Star Labs has a cure for the meta uh, gene, right? Come down and they'll administer it. Was there anything, any talk about, like, Cicada is going yeah, to... Yeah, it was. Okay. It was about Cicada, like, is trying so to kill that. people. Okay. Yeah, they actually did say that... Over the news? Yeah. That's that great. she was killing some, That she was killing people, which, of course, is going to cause panic. I mean, of course. I mean, and it's, I mean, how else would they, I mean, it's not like there's some secret hotline, you know, that the meta belongs to or some, you know, chat or whatever that they could like somehow contact everybody in such a quick way. I don't think they necessarily thought thoroughly about, well, first, I don't feel like they estimated just how many metas. They say, oh, we can kill thousands. I don't know if they really thought that CCPD could actually hold that, hold that many. They're I mean, maybe they riots, Maybe they should have, I mean, maybe they should have gone to a gymnasium or, like, the baseball stadium well, or something. Well, the whole reason why they went to CCPD was because they said, like, people will feel safe there. It's a cop. You know, but you could have it so cops are around the stadium. 
Yeah, because I feel like earlier in the season, weren't they all in some uh, warehouse and yeah. helicopter? What, like, there was plenty of space for them when that That's was true. going on. But that was all the bad, the bad guys. I yeah, think. that was all the bad guys. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, I, I get why they did that because they also needed to connect with the plot line of Joe yeah. uh, starting to kind of take uh, leadership, which was you know heavy foreshadowing that he'll probably become like the chief or something soon. That'd be awesome. Um, I think there's actually a mention of it in uh, the future newspaper, the newspaper that everyone keeps forgetting about, about Barry, you know, disappearing uh, in a couple of years. Yeah, there was such a rush to, like, investigate it. It's just like... Yeah, I mean, you're going to disappear for some reason. In a co- I mean, they even, like, promised her this episode, we're never going to leave you. And it's like, yeah, you will. Right. <laughs> if you don't get on that. <laughs> if you don't get on the fact that Barry disappears in a couple of years. But I think they actually mentioned in that that Joe is, like, the chief or something. It did. Yeah. So that, that okay. basic, And it also gives a hint that, that we're heading towards that future. You know, a Barry disappearing. So that was Ooh, good. Connection. That is so good. Yes, girl. Yeah, the things are coming together. But yeah, I don't know if they really thought that out. But on sh- such short notice, I guess you know. Yeah, and I, I don't know if I was really buying that Joe was oh so nervous, but like you know the way you connected it to what's going on, it would give us an opportunity to see him overcome something, and that way now be able to step in. It was cute to still give him a little pep talk. I kind of feel like this whole show has become something along those lines of like let me give a little like uh, disturbance of what's going on with the character, something that they have been very good at in prior episodes, but we're gonna just like touch upon it now and throw us for a loop, and then like they overcome it in the episode. It's like oh woohoo! Uh, it's it's getting harder and harder. It's kind of like like I didn't care for that plot line. It's 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 a formula, yeah. That yeah. they've totally kind of. It was the same thing with, uh, and we'll get to it, of course, with uh, Sherlock and Renee. Renee, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and that whole <laughs> that was fast thing. And loose. No, uh, yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, that was but yeah, what I'm just saying that yeah. I was actually going to touch upon the fact uh, with the last episode too. They did that randomly with Caitlin talking to Ralph about love, and it was just some real weird scene. And they look <laughs> like they're about to kiss, and then Ralph's like, "I just don't like you in that way." And it's just like, where did this come from? Why are we having this? moment. I th- right. That was out of nowhere, but I think, um, man, I don't know. That was... <laughs> I feel like earlier in the season <laughs> we talked about that, one. like, are they going to hook up? But Maybe I don't know that where it came from. Joke. Yeah. Maybe they were like, let's play on the fact that everyone thinks that one of these two people need to go together. We have so. noticed that the writers, I guess, take note of what the yeah, audience it's fan is like. A and fan- bit. Yeah, so yep. that's definitely for them. But yeah, sure, Luke and uh, Renee, uh, <laughs> that, he was... Suddenly, they're she's in been love. gone for like this whole time, right? Uh, I guess we're well. He's been let, seeing her in the background, we're, so we're led to believe that off screen that, that was okay. happening, all that stuff. Same well, thing with Camila and Cisco. Great relationship. Now he feels totally comfortable. Oh, all yeah, of this to be is happening off screen, okay. right? That's true. Fair enough. I could take that. Then he like pops up and okay, so th- yeah, Sherlock and his girlfriend. That was <laughs> we were kind of making jokes about. You know, her just being like, I don't want to lose my powers. And he's like, I have an idea. Let's send you to my old Earth. I got homies there. You're good. Let's go. Whoa, whoa, and it was whoa, like, whoa. oh, my You're God. Oh, my God. you ahead of the game. You just no. missed out on so much with No, no, her. no. I'm not going in order, but just with the girlfriend and talking miss- about the metas. Yeah, you're missing out with Renee. There's so much more that happened before that, prior to that. Yeah, there is. But I just mean with her, because we were talking about the girlfriend. But, um, okay, well, let's talk about our next topic. But before we get into that... 
why don't you share a little something with the people? We missed you and you your. Miss we did. You guys, I missed you. <laughs> uh, so before we move on to our next topic, we just want to say that uh, thank you for making us the ESPN of TV talk. For us to continue to grow, we could use your help. If you're on YouTube right now, hit that thumbs up button and subscribe. And if you're on iTunes, please give us five star rating. We need it all. But no matter where you are, leave us a comment so uh, you can get involved in the conversations. We love chatting with you in this chat here. So being a part of AfterBuzz TV has meant so much to all of us, and we truly appreciate you supporting us and doing what we love. So don't forget to tell your friends and keep enjoying our shows. <laughs> that part. And make sure you guys stick around to the end because we have some news and gossip for you. But before that, let's talk about Grace and Nora and sharing this one mind and pretty much, of course, one of the major plot lines of this um, where they're putting together the pieces and finding out what it is Cicada 2 needs in order to make this thing work. And now the team is getting to work on that. Um, what do we... I, I personally liked the discovery of it not being Nora's anger that was still in her, but tying it to her still being tied to Grace's mind. What did you guys think about throwing that, like having that being a part of things? Um, Yeah, I thought it was fine. I mean, it's just one of the things, like, she had to go, she had this, like, they had this confrontation and their mind meld, and, you know, she starts talking to her real serene, like, I'm glad this isn't my anger, and she's all huffing and puffing and blowing your house down, and, and uh, well, you know, grace and stuff. And I'm just like, why? Why do we need this moment? And then at the end of it, it was they're at CCPD. Well, of course they're at C. She's at CCPD. All of this and that whole plot line of her doing that thing with her mind was literally. I honestly feel like it was just the writers to, to give her a chance to tell her parents, guys, I'm an adult now. Yeah. I've learned all of these lessons. And I need to tell the audience this because nothing up to this point has actually shown that I've learned anything. Right. So I've got to tell you in this moment that I have. And uh, let her do this, guys. And it's just like, oh, my gosh. How much is Barry and Iris going to be the passive? Like, they're friggin' midlife prices adults at this point on their own show. <laughs> and I'm tired. I'm, I'm, I really have raised my threshold of this. Yeah. And that whole thing of her and Grace being connected, I was like, this is another contrived plot line. There's no use of her being connected to Grace. She didn't help anything. <laughs> you are hot. Yeah. You are on fire. Alright. You're heated. <laughs> Chauncey, go for I'm it. Just, I'm, I'm tired. I want my show back. I, will, I want Barry and Iris to be front and center again. I will agree yeah. with you. Yeah. <laughs> One, it makes no sense. First off, prior to that episode, we have um, Nora connecting with Thon to get her into the negative speed force, mm-hmm. which means if if Nora is her parent, her daughter's parents, or whatever, the kid of, of Barry and uh, and Iris, she doesn't have a bad bone in her in her body. So technically, she was using. Um, Cicada 2 and her anger to feed into the negative speed force but it was not touched upon at all in the last episode and now they bring it into this and mm-hmm. it's just uh, uh, again another contrived kind of plot hole theory and I just <laughs> <sighs> it frustrates yeah, me yeah no you're right because I'm not sure why they would need it because after I saw on the news that they were all going to CCPD I think it was just pretty obvious pretty like, freaking it, obvious like I'm sorry Flash you could run around the city how fast you could phase do things just <laughs> make a grid out of it oh there you are oh and by the way I'm pretty sure she's been chilling at Dwyer's right? old house <laughs> she's been at his house the, the whole time. time we looking where no one you ever found her the, the house. first time 
It is unreal. And then that was the thing, too. It's like... Where could she be? Where is she going? Well, before she gets to CCPD, maybe you check the cabin that she's been at for or the last Better yet, let's put on the CCPD like, or on the news like a, a fake location... You know, and, and I don't know. That yeah, why? Doesn't make sense, but you know, people would still show up to that fake location. I, I feel like um, one, it was it was misdirected and misused the whole connection thing because it did pop up very briefly in multiple episodes. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it should have been utilized more if they wanted to capitalize on for the like finally capturing her. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. They captured her. It's done. Right. You know. I mean. I mean. I'm sure we'll see how it ends. But for the most part, we know. The next episode is going to be all about Thawne and Flash, you know. Yes, which I'm excited about. I, I am. Mean, Thank yes. you. Because you know what? They keep saying like, "Oh, another speedster for the for the a baddie," but you know, those are the best fights. Those yeah. are the like, yeah. Fight. And there's there's history to it yep. as well, so and we've much. been building on that. Um, and you know, it will. It, I mean, it's always been fueled by you know Barry's his own hatred in a way towards Thawne, Thawne's hatred and envy of him. So I think there's more base there because like I've I've said and you know this wouldn't be the first time I've said it where I just didn't feel like the big bats this season because there were multiple ones, right? They just they didn't land as well. Not because they weren't I mean the actress I like Cicada too. I think like that fight scene with her Killer Frost so and good. Ralph was when she like finally that was power, I was like, whoa. You know, I was like so she the actress She Spider Man it too. Yeah, the actress is great. Cool. The problem is I don't think the this plot really, you know, meshed as well in terms of the stakes of it, mainly because as bad, you know, A, as she is, or whatever, um, I didn't think it was justified that all of Team Flash could not beat her just yet. You know, that she's lasted as many. And I said that about First Cicada, too. I'm Mm -hmm. like, I just don't believe that there's a reason, like, he could last this long um, for the whole entire, like, for all these episodes. Just this kind of character, especially when we think of the thinker and all that other stuff. It's just, like, to go against characters like that and to, for this, you know, it just didn't, it didn't make sense to me as much. But I guess we're realizing that the real big battle all this time has probably been Thawne, so. Always orchestrating Jeez. so much. Which makes it a more satisfying payoff a little bit because it's like, there is that question of, why is all this happening? And maybe it has been all of his mechanisms making it so they couldn't beat, like they just were out of reach of this thing and this thing goes off and just when they think they beat one cicada, the other one, because he all this time was pulling all these strings. So in that sense, it's cool, but it's only cool because if you think of the fact that Thawne has been controlling it all this time. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, I would have yeah. to agree with you a million percent on that. And I would always have a sense of it, but I guess they're waiting for literally the season finale to reveal exactly how everything is going. And I'm not mad at it. But I do also think, too, this this um, episode was kind of PC. I didn't get as much flow as I would have liked to. So uh, there was parts of it that was hard to follow, and especially when you have all this stuff going on with the timelines and Thawne. And this, I really want to understand what's going on, and some of the stuff that's thrown in there throws me off. Um but it was it was fun and cool just to kind of see, of course, the team doing what they do. The Sebastian Allens, of course. I thought um, we got old Cisco back. I we got like. old Cisco. Yes. 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 So I was just like, super happy that. that. It yeah. was really because he's yeah. It was really great that they. I feel like and this gives me hope that yes. he's gonna stay around. I'm hoping so too. And what's really cool? Yes. What's really cool is not only did we get him back. I I don't know if. 
I mean, I, I don't know, but if there's a connection here, but Sherlock was even like, oh, don't use your powers, use your mind. Mm-hmm. And that was like a throwback to like who he used to be in season one, two, before he got his powers, you know? So good. He was, yeah. Like, that was the good Cisco that we all loved. Yes. You know? Yeah, he was like, use your other power, you know? I mean, it's always great that no matter what Harry we get, there's always that connection with Cisco. They always, but that's because of the actors, their chemistry. Yeah. And that's why I always love that they play that up. But yeah, having, and I was almost a little afraid, like, when she was behind him. Oh my God! Yes. Cisco. I was like, she's about to stab Cisco. Dude, this was, is how we're about to lose him. There were some quick moments of, with with the multi, like Joe yeah. also, and a few yeah, other, especially like, with this being oh, episode yeah. before last. Yeah. I was like, well, y'all He's heard me. I was die. like, they better not kill Joe. We just got him back. We just got him back. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you better not kill Joe. But um, yeah, so I mean, the fight scene was really great. Like that climax was awesome. I just feel like a lot of the stuff in the middle parts of the episode, like you yeah. know, you wanted to talk about Sherlock and. Renee, that whole... I mean, it was great that we got that she was a meta. I thought her meta power... Oh, she was Magneto. Magneto. She's Magneto. Well, is it just metal that she can control, though? Yeah. I thought she could just move things, period. No, no, he said metal. Metallic. He did say that. I thought he said mag something something. Mag something something. Well, uh, Close I don't enough. Know, I don't know. Was it what metal? That refers to. I, I thought it was metal. Chat, maybe you could help us out with that. Yeah, but was it just metal that she can move? I, I, it seemed like it because the door opened and right. then the bench was okay. thrown. Technically speaking, the dagger is metal, so she right. could just like push it away. But I don't know. That's like a whole thing that writers didn't want to think about. Okay, well, we can, we can have that. Just yeah, and I thought that was interesting. I did think they went from zero to 60 with their off-screen uh, romance. Love, yeah. Also, it's kind of hard to believe that he loves just her because of the fact that every ex he has has been her. Right. So it's kind of like, yeah, I think the world of you because I end up going out with you on every world. So, yeah. I don't know. And then he sends her to the other world. It's like, it's not the other version of her not there? Going to be there, yeah. <laughs> right. It's going to be another version. Is that whichever. not going to be weird? And He's did he tell to... her that? No. <laughs> Because he sent her to his Earth, which, what, what was it? We don't know what number it was, right? Right? Not, yeah, I think was the chat said 52. I was seeing the chat oh, 52? Say, Magnokinetic, I think it was called. That's what uh, Ivan yeah. said. Yeah, okay, thank you, Ivan, uh, in the chat. Um, yeah, so I just, it was, I mean, she didn't pack anything. I mean, as soon, you heard me when, as soon as she went in the thing, yeah. I'm like, she don't got no pets. She don't got nobody to call. <laughs> she didn't call Mother, anybody. Father, brother, sister, somebody. <laughs> she got anyone to say bye to? Well, I guess I'll just, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they can't walk. call from another, to another planet like that. No, so. they can't. They have to have those little telegram box thing, or, or uh, uh, oh, yeah, the oh, boxes. Yeah, and she don't know anything about that because she just learned that there were multiple Earths. So how, how does she go from, She's yeah, so cool with it, too. Yeah, she's so yeah. cool with it. She's like, come with me. And it's just like, wow, there's just so much you guys haven't talked about in this relationship yet. Yeah, it was very quick. <laughs> it went from like, oh, I want to give up my powers to, wait, no, I love them because I'm bold and they're mine and I don't even care if someone's coming to kill me. Then it was like, another Earth and I'm gone. It's just. She's like, I want to live in my truth, but now you want to leave your away. planet? Yeah. He's and like, sure, I, have like an idea. I have friends, like, you know, they'll be able to watch over you. And it's just like, oh, here, just walk through here. It's like, okay, where are you going to Where are you gonna end up? <laughs> What's going to happen? there with a note. <laughs> you know, like, no food, no change of clothes, nothing. That's like, some trust, just, boy. Just it was some trust. It was Lord, bring a, me a man that I trust that although much. I think that was a plot, plot point, probably to get Sherlock out because yeah. they gave yeah. her out. Once he's finished here, he could be like, well, I got Renee waiting for me on my planet. Hopefully, I don't kill him. I'll come back, you know. When I don't think they'll they'll kill Sherlock. Well, they I think kill him he's every been, season. They no, they don't kill him every season. The other one got the lead. Did he get the lead? 
Mm. One did die. Uh, the Earth two. <laughs> they get rid of him. Earth two left. Jesse's came dad. back, and then Jesse's dad didn't die. And sure. no, he didn't. He's in another Earth He's now. He's another Earth. He was losing his 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 smartness, but he ended up leaving, going back to spend some time with At her Earth too. I think. Oh, yeah. That's right. Okay. So, so yeah. I took that they don't back. kill everybody. Right? The only one they friend. killed was my dude, who was the poet. I liked him. I know. They that was sad. I remember that. Yeah. That was uh, with Savitar. Yeah. Oh, terrible. Yeah. Um, some of the chat is asking us to just touch upon um, Nora's new power. Uh, yeah, yes, we wrote which was that. Coming which was up next. random. Yeah. So she can go invisible now? Is that what we're <laughs> no, doing? I don't think that actually makes any bit of a sense. So was she just, was she phasing so quickly That's that what she was, I was out thinking, of that sight? She was clear? And how could Barry not sense her? Or hear, or sense, or anything. After all Barry and Iris has been through, she could sit up there and eavesdrop on a conversation Barry like that. Literally said, "I will know any t- if you come when back. You come into the speech. And when you come in, when you come back in time, I will sense you right away. I will know you using your powers." Yeah, but she sat You're in there in the same room, and you can't sense your. Do- I mean, he gave a, a quick little look back, like what like was he that? sensed her, but maybe he, he did didn't. that to allow her to sit there, you know, and listen in. You know, but maybe we've never seen know. Barry do that. Barry Where'd the power come from? I, well, I mean, she has that other reverse power. You know? But for her to have powers and him not to even, like, new type of powers and him not to even comment, like, whoa, I couldn't do that. Or how did you do that? Maybe you can help me out. And, like, I can do that, too, for future stuff. Yeah. You know? They just threw it in there. It I would have been more impressive. She was just hiding under it the desk. It felt a little contrived so that she could be in the room the whole time. You literally could have just made her peek outside of a wall from she outside. She could have been behind like, the door. Yeah. yeah. Or under the desk. Other characters like, done that? Exactly. Like, that power could have been, like, used for a lot of uh, different things right. throughout the entire season. <laughs> and I'm like, no, now you go invisible with one episode left. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There, I don't know. There was some stuff in this episode that was little, like, where, where are we going with this, y'all? Although I did appreciate Ralph being the focus Thank you. one. Yes. You know, I think they played so well on his uh, detective skills. talking about that. Like, yeah. He is, the, he, is, he is MVP of the episode. He really I think is. of the season. He's really has amazed me so much. No one wanted so to much. listen to that. No. Which is crazy. Yeah, and it was like they you all see were the so, disappointment in his yeah, face. Because it was kind of like they were so they're so they were so focused on the immediate mm-hmm. that they didn't stop to think, what does this all connect to? Yes, the immediate a lot of people could die, but wait a minute, she didn't have this. Well, he didn't realize that till later, but just like some he's like, something's not adding up here. Right. Why can't these very smart people because Team Flash is like scientists, yeah. Barry's supposed to be really smart. Yep. I you know, sometimes they tend to forget that. They nerfed yeah. him on that. But yeah. just, um why not you know really sit down and try to figure some of that stuff out I know they didn't have time so much so but I don't know I feel like a little bit more focus could have been given. You know what's great about this whole uh, build-up as well? Hmm. The, the fact that it is a build-up. Because in the beginning of this season, he had no idea about time travel, no idea about multiple Earths. And when they tried talking about it, he had no idea. It was over his head. Mm-hmm. And I remember a funny scene where he walked out and then like... Uh, like later in the episode came back he's like I think I get it and then brings out the board and the, and they're like yes Ralph we, we know all about this yeah. already and so it's funny to see how how he came from and how he was able to process it all and how he is going to be like the linchpin and, and kind of almost save or try to be to save everybody now yeah you he know? figured yeah. it out yeah and I really like that. And that's the way Team Flash has always functioned before. It was very, it was always really important to know your enemy. How do you know what you're up against if you're not willing to look at some of that stuff? And everyone's just kind of rushing in. I mean, I just think it goes back to my, my thought process on how, you know, Cicada 2 and even first Cicada could be so 
like un you know beatable like you know for so long that someone doesn't stop and think like Ralph said something's not adding up here why is she so powerful what is going on yeah you know? and then we realize she's always kind of had those powers before she even um, got here which was a cool twist I thought yeah it was and it made sense the way he said it although I could not repeat it if I tried okay so let's okay so we went to Nora Barry and Iris so let's move on to do we cover everything with Grace and Nora yes we talked about she was real soft with her that was yeah we're we're doing a good job okay (laughs) I want to make sure I don't skip anything um so our last little topic which we kind of touched on all throughout the show which is Thawne being up to no good uh we knew it. I, well, I, I just feel cool because I feel like I knew that he was up to no good. And there was no way that clock was going to run out without some kind of twist. What did you guys think when it was revealed that the dagger was the twist? The dagger was going to be the thing that killed him? Well, I, I guess the that dagger kind of was, goes was dampening his powers. It was detached to him the he whole had, time. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I didn't catch that. So when the guard said... Uh, what uh, fuels you is going to kill you, right? Mm-hmm. So, is that what he said? And when he said that, triggered it clicked in my head that like the lightning, the red that was hitting him was negative speed force. Mm-hmm. So I thought that's what they were going to do. Like they built some type of machine that will you know take away his negative speed force thing. But the dagger part, I, I guess, don't think it makes much sense to be honest with you, timeline wise. Um, I, well, the way it hmm. seems that Ralph figured it out was the idea of, like she said, is that I didn't have this dagger before I came back. So somehow she got the dagger when she was when she came back in the timeline. The question is, who gave her that dagger? And if she has that dagger here... Well, no, when she came back in the timeline, she got the dagger from her uncle and killed her. And killed him with killed it. Killed him with it. The problem is, is no, that... No, she had two things. Yeah, she, she had two exactly, daggers. Yeah, she had these two daggers, and then um, once she killed... Her uncle, she grabbed her uncle's dagger. Yeah. Okay, but she's saying she didn't have any daggers when she came back. That's what she's saying. Yeah, because she when, was not that. She said she, she didn't. Have, she said she didn't back in her own timeline. She didn't have the. Dagger. She didn't have any daggers. Correct. Right. It wasn't until she came back here to the past that she got the daggers. Right. So I guess the no, question. No, I think there. I think she was talking about. Um, Cicada One's dagger. Not she yes. came. She came from the future with those two side daggers. Those, but two they're like they're different than the, they're the not, Cicada One yeah, dagger. Exactly. It's they're not the ones that take damage. Correct. Yeah. She has she just that powers of her own power. Yeah. yeah. So the thing is, is that one dagger she didn't have back. But she's saying that well, well, Ralph was trying. To, what was on Thawne was the dagger. Correct. Yeah. But the whole problem is, is that the whole season started with. Nora saying Cicada was never caught, Cicada was never found. He ended up killing a bunch of people, and we—he was the one uh, evil doer that got away from the Flash. Mm-hmm. Meaning, if he got away from the Flash, then how did they ever get his dagger? If no one ever caught him. Radio silence. Well, that's the thing. I think the twist is the idea that Thawne's been behind this the whole time, right? So I and don't that think somehow we're he's been powering. The dagger that is about to kill him. Or maybe once they use that gun, because remember in the last episode when they put it on the set, when they put the gun on the satellite and they asked, where did it go? Mm -hmm. That was this episode. No, that was, oh yeah, okay, this episode Mm -hmm. where he was like, where did the the satellite go? And he was like, who cares? They don't know, who cares? But maybe it goes somewhere specific and Thawne knows where it goes. I thought about that actually. That crossed my mind too. So it doesn't go anywhere. They said that it, it destroys it. 
No, they said no, they don't know. They, they don't care. They don't They're done with it. Goes. They don't care. Literally, someone asked Cisco, where does it go? Yes, and Cisco I know, was in the like, episode prior to that, they said that they they were getting that device because it, it is the only thing that can destroy uh, the alloy and like the the dark matter particles as well. So it just gets rid. It might the way what we I don't saw. Know about destroy. Then didn't it say like break down? Yeah, break down. So what we saw was probably like a, an entire just like. Imagine like a black hole just sucking everything into it. Okay. It, it breaks down onto on itself. I don't want to be super technical, but matter cannot be created nor destroyed. Correct. So Where it go? has to go somewhere. Fair enough. Exactly. And maybe from so last, with yeah. science, mm-hmm. that thing might have gone somewhere. And the question is, maybe Thawne knows where it goes. I have to admit that crossed my mind the exact same way. I don't know why. I'm going to defer and tell you, and I hope chat, <laughs> follow us here, because I would love to know who's, like, not whose side, but, like, what you guys think. I think what happens is the, um, the whole reason why Ralph was like, no, don't shoot that, is because, um, well, he probably didn't know anything about it in the future, but Thawne made it so that that dagger in the past... Will be destroyed and or and it won't end up on it him. won't end up on him. So that simultaneously, when that thing like the dampener or whatever was holding him like in doesn't removed. So when that's removed and then that thing disappears, it will disappear. He could just turn on his powers, kill everybody, and escape and do whatever he's got to do. And that that actually sounds plausible too. That probably sounds more yeah. That makes more sense. That the question make is more sense. like you were just saying though. How did they get the dagger from Cicada in the first place if Cicada was never defeated? So my only issue, I think the, I think what could have happened is there might have been some type of secret force or whatnot that took care of Cicada and uh, took care of Cicada and took the dagger and put it to use towards Thawne. Where like nobody really maybe knew it was about Barry it. because it could have been, but mm. I mean they they said that um, you know Nora says that he never nobody, he was never found, so like he could have easy, very well just died, disappeared, you know he never resurfaced, but he was never caught either. Right. So somebody could have actually caught him without ever ever saying anything, and they could have taken his his dampener and. But for some reason they kept him alive for fifteen years. Yeah. Right. Fun. Yeah. Yeah, well, he probably went through due process and whatnot and was, like, you know, imprisoned. They can't just... Barry probably... <laughs> it's probably going to come together where Barry caught Thon and, he like, Thon's going to be the reason why he disappeared and the whole getting of the dagger and um, it just wasn't recorded in some history and I don't know. Hey, everybody, before we move on to our next topic, I do want to let you know about Anchor because Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you everything you need in one place for free, just like this show, which you can use right from your phone or computer. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great, just like this one. And they'll even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere podcasts are heard, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. You can easily make money from your podcast, too, with no minimum listenership. Get started today by downloading Downloading the Anchor app, or you can go to anchor.fm. All right, guys, let's get back to the show. Well, oh the God. twist is, though, if you don't think about all of that, that somehow Ralph knows that if they destroy that dagger, that it's going to destroy the one thing that's keeping Thawne from being superpowered. So yes. his plans got plans. And I'm sure he will give us the villain spiel. Oh, yeah, we'll get the spiel. Uh, we'll get the, the explanation. The we, will, we shall yeah. get the explanation. So. Definitely. Well, we super touched on predictions, Ooh. but before we get out of here, we yeah. do not want to leave you without our news and gossip. Yes. 
So I'll make this quick. Uh, so two items of news and gossip. One is the Met Gala of 2019. And the only reason, because some of you may not even care about this Met Gala, <laughs> that I'm bringing this up because our Flash family was actually there. Keenan Lonsdale, our very own Wally West, was there. Um, if you remember, I did a news item of how he was in Vogue talking about the Met Gala and posing in the, the theme of camp. And he came in his... And this, you know, uh, ma- debut made it last night. A stunning head-to-toe mannish Aurora gown covered in 1,500 handmade and embroidered butterflies with a vibrant custom-made neon yellow bodysuit underneath. He's living. Yes. Yes. Uh, Let me know. Let us know in the chat what you guys think of (laughs) his camp. I'll remember his camp. So he, he gets to be campy. It wasn't necessarily for, like, glam glam or whatever. Secondly, uh, the question is now being posed once again, should Grant Gustin star in the Flash movie? Uh, One of his co-stars seems to think so. Uh, Jessica Parker Kennedy, our very own yeah, star in the Flash movie. That would be amazing. Um, she recently gave an interview with The Tomorrow Show, and she said, I think this is one of the first things I said to Grant when I met him. I was like, man, you should be the Flash in a Flash movie, because I just think he's perfect for the Flash, as the Flash. And mm-hmm. so uh, the question is, because of the Ezra Miller uh, movie debut that was supposed to happen, like his solo movie, the release date of that came and went. So some people are thinking it's not happening. That maybe they're opening it, up. Right, Flashpoint. Yeah, they keep pushing it back and back. So the question is now resurfacing the murmurs that maybe you know Grant should throw his uh, hat in the ring. So do you all think that Grant should play the Flash in the DC movie verse? Now that he has the my vote. Are happening. I think. Uh, I mean, prior to seeing Ezra. I, I was like all for like oh this is gonna be a flash like just put Grant in like that's awesome but I think uh, the flash that Ezra made is something different than what we watch mm. and I don't know if it will uh, ring right or true if they were to switch him out and whatnot mm. I think that flash that Ezra's playing is more of a Wally than a Barry it does seem more like he's a Wally. more they made him Wally they made him like the Spider Man perpetual young yeah. thing and they could have just called him Wally but they went with Barry because it's more recognizable I think yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing Grant Gustin as the, and I think it would be exciting and it would um, create connection to the fans the community just because he's doing the show too yeah but then it would also make it mean like they would have to connect the two universes and that would be like the DCU and the but they could just make it separate um, yeah, fans will have an uproar if Arrowverse and, and DCU would come together like they, they would have to Make some plausible. I think they would make it so that he's just he's just Barry for the DC universe. They want to make it so that now the whole Flash. Team no, has I know, to go but on. what I'm saying is, I think there would be an uproar in the community where they're saying, if you're doing that, then it has to connect. They have to be connected. I don't think it'd be that much. I mean, I, I guess see, I can I see DC where you're going just with wants it. A good movie at this point. Yeah, no, film. <laughs> yeah, I think he could hold his own though in, in a movie. I, yeah, he's great. Yeah. I, love him. I think he'd think. be solid. That'd be interesting. Well, thank you for sharing that. And I think as far thank you for the news and gossip. And I think as far as predictions, we already touched on a lot. So is there any other ideas that we have that might happen next episode? It looks intense. I know I'm excited about it. It looks like it's gonna be good. Well, I think Sherlock's gonna leave at the end of the season. That's my one prediction. Okay. So you think we'll get a new uh a new Tom? Not until next season. Okay. <laughs> Agreed. Um Man, I'm still, like, torn between whether they're going to actually kill uh, Cicada 2 or if they're going to, like, imprison her in our t- in their time or in 2049 or whichever time she's from. So I'm not sure where they're going to go, but um, 
predictions. Hmm. I feel like she might kill herself. Like a self-sacrifice. Like, Like, I don't want to live in this world with you (laughs) guys or something. You know, like, leave them no choice but to kill her. Right. Because she's not, yeah, reforming. I think Cisco's going to get married. (gasps) Oh, okay. No, I'm just throwing that out of the left I'm like, wow. (laughs) I'm like, I have a very photographic (laughs) memory, so I'm, like, trying to put that in. I'm like, okay, Thawne, Barry, there's all the, and Cisco getting married. Okay. Uh, that's just that. Uh, that's a joke. Sorry. So. Not many predictions. We already talked a lot. Yeah, about, we so. really did. And what's yours? Um, I am just really interested in seeing how this story unfolds with Dawn, so I can understand and feel comfortable about what the heck happened all season. That's are you just excited me. to see another Thawne Barry fight? Or Absolutely. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Um, I, and not only that, but I love Thawne's wit. I I hate him because of what he has done, but I also love that type of character. How grimy and but very brilliant. So I just kind of want to know, like, what exactly is what happened? With the plan, yeah. Yeah, so I can start to connect the dots in retrospect and see, you know, what he was doing this whole time. Because I'm pretty sure it's brilliant, and I'm kind of excited to see what the plan was. And not only that, but how it's going to end, because I know, you know, season six is going to be fun. So I wonder what they're going to leave us hanging with. Iris oh. being pregnant. Yeah, <gasps> Libby, B26. Oh Libby, B26 said Iris being pregnant. I feel like that's, that's a few weird. years off, though. It's probably a few years off. It is, yeah. Well, they haven't given her age at all so that nobody can connect when that will actually happen. Right. Because it could happen this season, but they might hold off for another season. Yeah. That's good, Libby. Thank you. Jazzy Jones, as always, thank you for watching. Jazzy Jones. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us um, to talk about both of these episodes. We will be back next week, same time, same place, to talk about the season finale. So, again, thank you guys for watching. I'm your host, Jamie Alexander, and you can find me on Instagram, at Jamie Alexander. And hey, y'all, it's Chauncey K. Robinson, and you can find me on Instagram and Miss Chauncey K, and also on my self-titled YouTube channel, Chauncey K. Robinson. You guys, my name is Zach Silverman. You can find me all across social media at Zach with a C-H, Silverman 2. Bye. Peace. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.